0: Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick
1: And happy Thanksgiving. Well, if you're not into the leftovers yet, and let's admit it taste better the next day anyway, right? Well, you soon will be, but so what do you do with them? What do you do with your Thanksgiving leftovers? Do you have a favorite or favorites? 416-360-0740 toll-free 1-866-740-4740, whether it's to share some ideas for leftovers or if you have questions, Well, then we've got one of Canada's kitchen queens here online to offer some suggestions. Bonnie Stern, best-selling cookbook author, columnist, TV radio guest, as she is going to be on this occasion here on Fight Back. Bonnie, welcome.
2: Hi. So so exciting to be here.
1: Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, all right, get right to it. What's in the oven?
2: Well, (laughs) I'm having Thanksgiving dinner tonight, so I'm not with the leftovers yet. But of course, I'm always planning because I love leftovers, too. But um, my turkey, what I do with the turkey is I do what's called spatchcocking it or opening it up so that it is um, not, it, it doesn't look like a whole turkey anymore. It looks like sort of two halves that I roast together. And it takes half, well, it takes an hour and a half to cook. So I'll put my turkey in probably around 5 o'clock for 6,30, 7 o'clock dinner. Wow. And I roast it on top of the stuffing. I make the stuffing separate, and I pour some of the stock that I've made from the bones, taking out the bones. And the butcher will take out the, you know, will do it for you. It's uh, sometimes called a butterfly turkey. Sometimes it's just called a boned-out turkey. But instead of kind of rolling it back up around stuffing, you just roast it flat out. It kind of looks like, it looks different. It's not the centerpiece that you were looking for for Thanksgiving, but it's so delicious. And it's so easy to carve because the bones aren't in there.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not like it's going on the cover of a book or something. uh, Well, I would put it
2: on the cover of a book, although I might get some feedback.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's not a, a a Rockwell painting, maybe, but still, exactly. it, as long as it satisfies the hunger pangs, we've got so it Sharon.
2: Looks beautiful, it just looks different.
1: We've got Sharon from Hamilton. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, Sharon. And what's your question for Bonnie Stern?
2: Uh Bonnie, yeah? how how can you tell if the turkey is is done or not? Because I had my own apartment once, and I and I was cooking a turkey. I'm visually impaired and hearing impaired. And I tried to stick the fork in the turkey to see if it was done and it wasn't. The meat the meat had blood in it. And I and I wasn't sure how to I'm not sure how to tell if well, I think, I think that's a big problem for lots of people. And, yeah. um, and my advice is always to get a meat thermometer. You know, I know I spend a lot of money on meat and turkeys and chicken and things like that, and I usually just double-check. You know, I, I've got an approximate time because I've made the things enough, but I still always check. If you get an instant read meat thermometer and, can, and you can read it, can you, would you be able to read it or put a, um, a I, magnifying I glass so. on it? I'm, I'm legally blind.
1: Then you might have to have maybe a friend or relative over when you're doing it just to, to help.
2: Or I think some of them pop when they're ready. Yeah. So I think that would be a really good way to tell, because you don't want to have an undercooked turkey, and I think that that's why some people overcook them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sharon, does that answer your question?
2: Yes, and I wish all the announcers a happy Thanksgiving, and Charlie and Frank... I listen to their show every Saturday morning, so please let them know. Oh, well, I think they so nice.
1: That's so nice of you, Sharon. Thanks so much,
2: and happy Thanksgiving to you too. You too. Bye,
1: uh, Bonnie. Do you find with Thanksgiving people are, are trying different things? So it's not all oh, turkey again, or is it just the recipes change, or is it maybe even the what the main course is?
2: Well. I think that there's a lot of tradition with Thanksgiving, and I think that sometimes the cooks get bored, but usually the people who are eating the dinner really want the same things every year, and I know that goes for lots of holidays, you know, no matter what. you know, no matter which way you celebrate the holidays, people really love to have the things that they love and they look forward to once or twice a year. And uh, I think that they're disappointed if they don't have it. But being a cook that likes to experiment, I like to do some things the same and then some things experiment. I wouldn't sort of all of a sudden, change the entire menu if everybody loves turkey, or if everybody loves mashed potatoes.
1: No, you're you're so right. Uh, just a couple days ago, our daughter-in-law was speaking with my with my wife, and apparently, I wasn't on the line, but apparently, uh, her husband, our son, was in the background saying, "Ask is mom making the pumpkin pie? Just exactly. ask, just ask." So it's like exactly. certain things got to be on that menu because that's uh, that's what your belly's calling out for. And for
2: you know, and that's what you look forward to. So uh, I think that you can't change everything. You can change a few things and you could add things. You can have pumpkin pie and something else. <laughs>
0: but, yeah.
1: Well, which again, I hate it. It's not about us, but uh, which was done in, in our home and uh, it was delicious, this plum tart that she made. So mm. in addition to the pumpkin pie. But right. enough about that. Nina in Toronto, you've got uh, a question for, uh, for Bonnie?
2: Yes, I do. Thanks, Bob. Bonnie, help me make my soup better I often end up having a soup that's that's okay and people are polite and say it's nice but I'm secretly thinking it's missing some pizzazz something extra something beyond your basic recipe of chicken soup leftover or turkey soup leftover from the big carcass so are you doing it for like the leftover soup is that Uh what you're talking about yes okay so um Uh, one of my assistants, her name is Deli, and she's from the Philippines, and she taught me uh, years ago to make congee, and it is so delicious. It's like a rice soup that you make from the leftovers of the turkey, like of the carcass, and you can Mm -hmm. cook it, and you can add ginger and garlic and a little bit of saffron and make sort of a new stock with it with those seasonings, Mm -hmm. and then you can saute a little bit more ginger and garlic and a little bit of oil, and then add all that stock that you made and add some rice and the leftover turkey, and you cook that together until it gets to be kind of like a a thick brothy type of not brothy but thick soup with rice and then it's just the most comforting it's so comforting to have the next day after you've eaten too much and you've had you know, so much of your traditional things, it kind of just picks everything up and you can add lemon to it. But that's a really good, lemon is a really wonderful thing to add to any leftover soup or even to your soup to begin with, or a little bit of balsamic vinegar or a little bit of something that's tart, just a little bit, and it really picks it up and maybe a little bit of spice, a little bit of chili. And would you put that in the broth or would you put that in in the broth that cooks for hours and hours or would you do that afterwards when you've drained the broth and then put in the vegetables? Uh, I think uh, uh, it depends. You know, if everybody likes it that way and if you think everybody's going to want to have sort of a little bit of heat to it, then you could certainly put it in the broth and then you could add more afterwards or you could just add it to taste. You know, you could put together a little, um, oh, you could put together sort of a little sauce um, with maybe, what I do is I have something called cilantro pesto instead of with instead of with basil, but you could do it with basil. I do it with cilantro and chili, like a jalapeno, and a little bit of garlic and olive oil, and I I blend that together in a food processor or blender, and then I serve that alongside the soup, and people who want it a little spicier can add it, and people who don't, don't. Oh, it sounds fancy. And it looks beautiful, too, because it's nice, bright green. And do you, are you an advocate of lid on or lid off as the soup, uh, as the broth simmers? I like it to be off because most of the time I like it to reduce, and I know that if I've reduced it too much, I can always add more water. All right, then. And, and then the whole house smells so wonderful. Indeed, right? Yes. <laughs> Happy Thanks Thanksgiving. So Those are lovely ideas. I will try
0: them thank
1: you. Happy Thanksgiving, Nina, and uh, obviously had your questions answered there by uh, by Bonnie. Uh, I know you're about to have Thanksgiving uh, dinner or mm-hmm. in, a, in a few hours. So what do you do the next day? What do you do with if there are even any leftovers? Or does everyone basically finish their plates, uh, do it again, and then when when some take some home, uh, there isn't all that much leftover? Or, or what do you do with leftovers?
2: Well, I love leftovers. And I always try to have leftovers i mean my kids take things home and you know we do divvy things up right but at the same time i'd like to have something leftover. you
1: you have to you made it i
2: love the congee that i talked to um the first person who called in about Mm -hmm. or oh no i think it was was nina maybe that was was a long one yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah um and i love even making if you don't overcook the the turkey you know Turkey sandwiches are just wonderful. And um, the cranberry sauce, if you you put it on bread with a little bit of mayonnaise sort of together, it is so delicious and Mm. it just keeps everything moist and wonderful and lettuce and it makes the best sandwiches. And I make my own bread, so the bread is pretty good too. And then another wonderful thing you can do, and everybody's talking about poutine now, and I love poutine, even though some people don't love poutine, but I like to make it with roast potatoes. So I, if I've roasted potatoes, I take those roast potatoes and I put the leftover turkey and the turkey gravy on top and maybe some of the dips instead of you know having, a, having cheese curds or something like that, I would just uh, put some hummus over everything or put some um, squash bread over everything and it's just delicious. Wow. And you don't have to deep-fry the French fries. I mean, that's one thing I love with poutine is if the potatoes are roasted rather than deep-fried. But I'm, you know, I I watch what I eat that's deep-fried, so.
1: Okay. Now, so would that be one of your favorite leftovers then as far as, like, doing your turkey teen, your poutine there with the, the turkey and...
2: Well, it depends how much you have left over, and it right. depends how much time you have. but I also love making fried rice with the leftovers and i also um, I also really love making um, sort of anything quick mm hmm Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and just what do you like to do with a oh my god well i'm 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 spoiled in that I've got i I tell you I don't know if it's Bonnie Stern at home but uh, she's <laughs> uh, so talented and it is uh oh i, I the stuffing is to die for. So right. I, I got to find what, what I'm going to have. What's the side dish? I almost make that the main dish and then try to find something to go on the side of the, okay. of the stuffing. So well, you know
2: what's delicious on top of stuffing? It's no. just uh, either a poached or fried egg. Really? Yeah, and then you've got a whole meal right there.
1: Oh, there's a thought. Okay. Yeah. Take home, Bob. Take note and take home and mention. Okay, there That's we go. That's great Even idea. I can I'm do that. do
2: that tomorrow.
1: Even I can do that one, I think. Yeah. I can handle that. She's probably <laughs> listening, saying, okay, I dare you. I'd like to see that for a change. <laughs> anyway, but uh, Bonnie, thanks uh, Thanks so much. And uh, do have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving with the, uh, the family. And... Um, have that uh, egg with your your stuffing tomorrow, and maybe I'll join that. you in in okay. uh, Well, uh, telepathy. We'll just have Separ- it at the separately yeah.
2: but together.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So again, thanks so much.
2: No, thank you for having me and happy Thanksgiving to everyone.
1: And there you have it. So again, happy Thanksgiving. The hours gone by quickly here. Bob in for for Libby, who will be back tomorrow, thanks to producer Michelle Saunders and technical producer Ainsley Moores. Eva D will have the holiday edition
0: of the number ones at one coming up, but first the news with Amber Giro. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.